Hello again, this is Noah and John from Urban Digs, and we are talking Manhattan, and today I got Diane Ramirez. Yes. Thanks for coming. I'm thrilled. <laughs> I'd do anything for you. I love no. you. You're the best. Thank you. Diane is CEO of Halstead, and she just recently won the Lifetime Leadership Award in Rebney, so congratulations. It's an amazing honor, and you're total class, so Thank you. I, I am thrilled and truly humbled by the people who have won this ahead of me, and I'm really thrilled. It's, it's well-deserved, and, you. and, and you're perfect up there, so it's a great Thank a great you. award. Um, we're talking about what's going on in Manhattan real estate. People are confused. Um, that's what the show is about, so let's just start high level. What's going on out there? Well, it's interesting. I, I want to say I'm confused, too, but I can't. <laughs> Uh, where, it's okay. <laughs> oh, it, it is okay. Where the confusion emanates from me is in the entire history of mm -hmm. me being in real estate. I have never seen an economy that is so good and right. having such a confused, hesitant real estate market. Right. So, um, and, and yet, I, I can see the reasons for it. Mm -hmm. We had nine straight years of an escalating price. Right. So... It was not sustainable, right. it, and the buyers knew it, and that's they're the ones that put the brakes on. And then you have the start of the interest rates going up, so right. it's, you know, what will your money buy? So the combination makes sense why it's happening, right. but it still is such a dichotomy. Of, and I love how you said the buyers are putting the brakes on because it's all about the bids. At the end of the yes. day, the buyers make the market. It's about the bids, and we're just kind of all adapting to it. Yes, and mm -hmm. the buyers are there. Yeah. yeah. They're just not willing to step forward. So are the sellers still not getting it? Um, or are they slowly becoming more aware? The sellers are slowly becoming. It's, and, and we've, this market has really been for a couple of years uh, in the luxury Uber market. It's trickled down mm -hmm. this past year into, uh, into the below two million range as well. Right. Uh, so the sellers in the luxury market are starting to get it. Right. They've realized they have no your choice. two years, you have no choice, and a yeah. building, um, the the inventory is building. So they're getting it. Um, some of them are getting it, and the right. ones that are, we're getting we're getting sales done. And the Uber luxury, as you know, that is primarily your development, right. and they need to sell. So right. they are getting very they, very they creative. They got hit. That's they got hit. That's why I love that sector for buyers. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. but you know, I think one of the great things about Halstead is, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a wonderfully New York firm, and you guys have offices all over the city. Yes. And I'm curious, there must be, I mean, with all these managers reporting up to you, you must see pockets of strength as well as you know different different things in different markets. I was wondering if you could tell us about you know some some areas where the the light is shining more brightly than others. Well, price point helps, and we are actually a tri-state firm, mm -hmm. um, and we're we're seeing the same. In Connecticut, mm -hmm. New Jersey, the Hamptons. Uh, it all started with luxury and the hesitancy there. Where we saw bright, bright lights and mm -hmm. still are is in the lower end because okay. there's not much and that inventory was low. That, in fact, is also starting to build. So in the, in the markets that um, are more affordable in prices, uh, they have been our bright light. Right. So do you think just looking back on the market, the, 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 the impetus for the price increase over the last several years, not, not including now, of course, was scarcity driven 
or was it mainly macro? Do you think it might have been macroeconomic driven? Because I look at the the New York economy and it seems strong. Yes. But then again, scarcity was really driving a lot of these prices. So I'm wondering what the balance is. It it was absolutely not a lot of inventory, and and everyone thought the prices just could keep going up. Yeah. It was just at the rate of appreciation right. that after nine years. It, it was not sustainable. And that's part of the reason why the, the lower priced um, market mm-hmm. has maintained fairly steady because that did not go up at the right. rate that the, the luxury did. That was maybe 3% a year. Mm-hmm. The higher end, it was much higher. Right. And that is a sustainable number, which is why that market, even though it's showing hesitancy, I believe that market is 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 absolutely going to uh, be a good selling market. It's definitely price point specific. And I mean, it was yeah. so scarce back in 2013, 2014. I mean, you could not find any options for anything back absolutely. then. Absolutely. And I, we talk about this often. If you were a buyer in 2013 and 2014, it would take you about a day, maybe about an hour, to exhaust all of the options available yes. to you. And then you're just on the sidelines waiting for that new property like 60 other people. Right. The new property comes on, 50 people come in, right. and there's your, your sense yes. of urgency and your bidding war. And you've already lost three, so you've exactly. become very aggressive. And as a buyer, exactly. Once yes. you lose an apartment, you bid and lose an apartment, you tend to get a little more aggressive the next time, and that feeds exactly. on itself. It does, absolutely. And that dynamic is just, again, we're at the other side of the spectrum right now in terms of leverage for buyers um, yes. but it's a really good point I mean I'm trying to wonder what propelled these the real estate market to grow at 15% a year from 2000 and the bottom in 2009 up in 2015 I don't know what it is the stock market went up 300% that has I think something something to do with it I mean we're also talking yes. on the fact yeah. we're also yes. talking from the trough I mean but, so like who is buying right in, in but I think February to your point though, I think there, there is a herd herd mentality so to speak Absolutely. and so when, always has been yeah but there's a there's like a macro herd in which yes when people are at cocktail parties talking about real estate it's like oh my gosh it's incredible yes. it? oh it is now the market's cool but if you go into an open house and you see other people there that you like and you're like huh I kind of like this place these other people are interested too yes that can spark that same herd mentality even on a micro level yes. so we're we're starting to see you know I mean in the conversations we've had we're hearing about bidding wars yeah. here and there yes so it's and then you hear Tracy Golding from Stribling alright talk about dinner conversations are negative macro herd and they're like buyers are going and having dinner conversations about what well, you're gonna buy right now now the market's down wait six months and that's kind of convincing buyers to even hold off a little bit more so it's really just it's just a crazy market right now right you know and, and so much of it is psychological and, yeah and that's it you have a conversation where someone tells you you know in 15 wow I you know right. I just got it you you want to be out there in it and now it's like oh well I look like a fool buying yeah, right. now yeah it's yeah. emotion driven it's about fear it, right absolutely. it's about confidence it's yeah. about fear and right now there's 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 some uncertainty, right? Whether it's the salt deductions or the stock market volatility or the politics or anything, there's uncertainty and buyers are just hesitant. Yeah. I so I'd be curious about, you know, your role as CEO trying to sort of project leadership during sort of an, uh, either a moment of crisis for sellers or a moment of opportunity for buyers, like project that sort of, you know, calm, steady, easy as she goes kind of right. nature. What, what kind of things are you looking at? What kind of things are you telling your, telling the Halstead clients? Yes. Well, we are. We're telling them through our agents, of course, and uh, and really, it's very simple. First of all, it's a moment in time. We we really don't see anything down the road that we should really be terribly concerned about. Right. 
So it's really being saying steady and and being educated, mm-hmm. understanding, but then also be a leader to your. They're looking for advice. They're right. looking to you, the expert, the agent, and give them the good advice for the buyer. Many of them, they'll see something and they'll, they won't make an offer. We say be aggressive with, mm-hmm. with negotiating. If, it's, if it looks too high priced, put an right. offer in. Don't right. be hesitant about it. Right. And it is your home and you're not buying it to then have to worry about selling it next year. Right. So it's a long-term investment. If it's a, if it's a smidge higher than what n- next year is, yeah. You know, you're going to be holding it, so you'll right. do fine. And you're never going to time it perfectly. You're never going to time yeah. it. And the seller, we're telling them, you've got to get out there. I, yeah. I use a, an analogy, uh, a rather silly one, but in, in most of my offices, it's, it's sort of the horse, it is the horse mm-hmm. race analogy, yeah. where you see all those great horses at the gate, but when the, the, the gate opens, mm-hmm. three or four of them are clearly going to be the winners, and the rest are a pack. And that's the, the picture I want in my agent's mind to be sharing with the seller. Come out of the gate. Out of the starting gate. Out of the starting gate yeah. to win the race. You don't want to be in that pack. Right. And that's what they're all doing. The seller says, what are the comps? You don't want to be in the pack with the comps. They're right. the ones not selling. Right. You want to be out there to win. Interesting. Ahead and of the you will get yeah. you will get your best price because that's when the buildup of buyers is mm-hmm. the greatest. They're all looking for new inventory. You have the chance to get your best price, but you have to make it attractive right, yeah. for them to move forward on it. That and if you do that, yeah. if you let it stay on and you dribble down in your price, you're going to end up getting the worst price. Right. You can't let the market work if you're not in the market, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But you ha- and it takes a courageous seller. Yeah. But with a great agent at your side, letting you know what's sold, mm-hmm. this is really what you're going to get. Yeah. Sit with the comps if you want. Uh, and the seller actually does best. And, and let's just be clear here. We, we did not crash, okay? No, so, I mean, absolutely. I think we, we came from um, a down cycle in 2009, 2010 yes. that was very severe, probably yes. a once in a generational type of macro environment that led to that downturn. Yes. Like you said, it's very different. This is a very different kind of downturn. The, the macro economy and the right. stock market went this way, and, and right. the real estate market kind of went this way. And this is a price adjustment. It's a price yeah. correction. And I mean, like we're already down, right? We're right. Already, we already yes. did move down. So you really, I tell buyers, price it. If you think the market's going to go down 5% and that's your fear, right. come up with a fair market opinion, exactly. do your analysis with your, right. with your agent, and bid 5% below that level and see what you right. can pull off. Absolutely. And the market will show you whether or not, look, you never know when that seller is going to hit the bid. Right. Right. So it's a trade. I always look at this as a trading market. And Absolutely. when that seller hits the bid, Absolutely. That's a good thing for the buyer. Right. You know? um, I think it's it's so confusing because we're in a in an environment where the spread between seller seller ask and buyer bid is, yes. is wide. Yes. And I think brokers have to work a lot harder to get absolutely. a deal done. Do you agree with that? Uh, absolutely. Right. So what would you tell besides just price it correctly? I mean, let's say you have a seller that I have to see for myself whether or not I can get this price. Right. And there is that widespread. How does right. an agent get through to that seller? Is there anything they can do? Well, you've, you've got to give them the real data. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that is what's sold. Right. And they all want what's on the market. Right. So give them the real data, what's sold. Sadly, 
we don't have that much of what's sold. Right. If need be, get them out there. Look at at what's on the market. Right. Competing and, products. And yeah, get right. them. You know, you you got to go above and beyond right. to convince them that you're not asking them to give it away because often the sellers, oh, you just want your job to be easier. Right. Right. That's not what it's about. Right. You hired us to sell your apartment, not not to have it sit on the market and right, not right. for us to watch it it's in going no down in price. Right. It's it's not to make it easier. It's to get the job done. Right. And well, I mean, yeah, sorry, go, go ahead. No, go ahead, John. I was going to say, it's very similar to the two, uh, essentially we're asking sellers to sort of put themselves in the position of buyers yes. four years ago. And yes. if you were a buyer four years ago, you knew every single thing on the market. You'd seen it all. That's right. And you had an intuitive understanding of where this market was and where things were going to trade right. just because you've seen it. Right. And as a seller, you didn't have to do anything. You put it on the market, buyers exactly. come to you. So now as a seller, you're saying, hey, listen, you've got to go out there. You've got to yes. see every single thing, see what's lingering, see, see what's going into yes. contract and compare it to yours. Right. Absolutely. And, that's a, and I'll just say, look, I just did a price reduction search on Urban Digs because I think a lot of sellers look at price reductions as like a stigma. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't want to yes. do it. If I do it, I'm, I'm tipping my hand to the buyers. Yes. you got to get out of that mindset. Yes. So in the last week alone, there was just under 200 price reductions. So maybe, I guess maybe one thing agents can do is they can they can say, hey, listen, you're not the only one in this sector of the market lowering your price. There's right. six other apartments doing right. it, and they're going to get ahead of that pack and that horse race. Yes. Right. So, I mean, because if you're a buyer, you're looking at that set of, of products in that sector. Yes. And if you're meshed at the end, you're just getting lost, like yes. you said. Yeah. And also, it's the dribble down. It's getting getting a few cents off. And I know it's not a few cents. It's thousands. Yeah. Right. But don't do that dribble down. If right. you, if you're going to do a price adjustment, right. do it strategically. Mm -hmm. Do it so that you right. are now out in the in the the winning horse. Right. right. Um, I want to shift to bright spots a little bit. You mentioned sure. before. Um, do you see anything bright around the area? Any recent news or anything? Any developments? Any sectors? What do you What do you like? Right. Tell me something. Right. Give well, me something the, to be optimistic about. Oh well, the bright the bright <laughs> spot is uh, it's been all over the news, and uh, we are. We are right in the middle of it. It's Long Island City. The Amazon, and Amazon. News. Yeah. That is, wow. Yeah. Uh, when you talk about a hesitant market and then what's happening in Long Island City and the excitement uh, that that announcement right. has done and, you know, sellers taking their, their properties off so that they can put them at a higher price. Wow. Buyers in the bidding war saying, and they want X amount of dollars more to close a deal and they're saying no problem wow we'll do it um, do you guys have an exposure exciting. out there we uh we have bricks and mortar we're mm -hmm. a great believer in the, in the outer boroughs we have been committed to the outer boroughs for for a very long time mm -hmm. and queens is has always been important to us we started in long island city about four years ago okay doing very good I'll one of right the there. first major companies yeah. to um to see the importance of it so good eye. <laughs> well, it's interesting because even i mean if we even before amazon i mean the skyline yes. of long island city has Absolutely. changed dramatically over the past yes. several years i mean i live on the east river so every day i look out i see cranes and i can see oh, these skyscrapers amazing. going up and even if amazing. when you take the, when you take the tunnel out and you come out on the highway and you're winding through these buildings it's just it's a totally different experience than it was, yes. and it's amazing to see the transformation of the city. And it's and it's it's exciting, and it makes total sense. Mm -hmm. One thing I've learned with the outer borough expansion that we've done is you must look at transportation. Mm -hmm. If it's good transportation, you're go you're in the right direction. Right. 
And when you look at Queens, the transportation to Manhattan, where most of the people are working, now many of them will be in Long Island City, it, it's, it's sensational. Yeah. And, and the product is good, it's interesting, and yeah, it makes sense. That's so reason it was to be a optimistic. Good, a good direction. And then we have since opened in Forest Hills, and mm-hmm. then we're able to cover everything in, the, in, the, in between. So and, listings on the market before the Amazon announcement, Yes. okay? So I'm on the market. Let's say I'm at five, six hundred thousand yes. dollars. The Amazon news hits. Did you see people just raising their prices? Absolutely, taking it off and taking raising their prices. And then wow. And and yes. um, I mean, are buyers are buyers absorbing it? Are buyers going we're, up for we're it? Se- absolutely, okay. we're seeing. They they know they're in the mm-hmm. at the beginning of something that will be used right. think about and it's and they're not only going to go to long island and then long island city and they're not only going to go right. to queens right we see this as fantastic being a tri a tri-state firm this is amazing many of them this is for executives this right. is not distribution so and we see the price points of salaries some of them are going to want to live in manhattan again mm-hmm. yeah a quick train ride yeah. over I believe some of them are coming out of suburban environments. Mm-hmm. I think my Connecticut and New Jersey market will also benefit by right. it for those that want that because it's a, an easy commute. Yeah, what so I like about it... It's a big circle. It's going to be impacted. It's great. And what I like about it is not it's not that Olympic City kind of short-term spike yeah. and then drop. This, no. is, this is just something happened, things changed, the world right. changed, yes. and now you're just shifting to a new level and you're... Probably going to be at this new level growing, oh, progressively growing um, from yes. here on out. So yes. it's, it's pretty and that's exciting. Very, but being the winning city, yeah, wow, take pride. No, wow. it's, it's, a, it's, it's a wonderful a boost moment. for New York. I mean, it just, is, yeah, absolutely. Okay, and we've not been Good a stuff. we've not been a winner on in that. In yeah, no, we so lost a couple of bids. Right, we lost the Olympics. Was it twenty? The Jets were going to come in here. We lost I that. No, so. I know. So it's good. To, it's <laughs> it's good to be on the winning team. It's yeah. exciting. True. So uh, this is great stuff. We're toning down a little bit. Is there any last things, um, buyers, sellers, or agents? Any last thoughts you would like to just convey before we end here? No, other than what you're buying is your home. So, and whether you're buying or selling, it's your home. The seller is selling because they want to go to a new home. So I think, as you said, you can't time a market, but you also shouldn't time your life. If this is the time to move on, maybe it's new, a new baby coming, maybe you're downsiding, maybe you're you're looking to go to Florida for retirement, whatever the it is for your life, it's it's a life change. Right. So try to take that piece of real estate out of it just for the money aspect. Right. Because once you make the decision and you move on with mm-hmm. your life, that's what's exciting. Right. You'll totally forget if you left a couple of pennies on the table that yeah. you might have gotten in 15. It's good long-term wisdom. And I mean, listen, if you've been following this market for how long now? Oh, almost 40 years. <laughs> 40 years. Yes. And I mean, just think back to how many times, don't count the 80s. Let's let's start oh, yes. like in the okay. mid-90s good. or so. Good. Let's skip right up. Thank you. In the, <laughs> in the last 23 years, how many times has Manhattan had a down cycle? Absolutely. All right, only a couple of times, only right? A couple of so times. you look at today's market. And, yeah. and, and in the couple of times, we rebounded so much quicker than the, right. than the rest of the nation, which right. is which is quite special. Right. And the other thing for the buyer and seller, mm-hmm. most of them are doing two sides of it. Yeah. So 
if you think you sold a little low, you're going to buy a little, right, right. little bit better. So especially again, for trade ups. I mean, it's, it's a great as you said, it's big, yeah. it's big picture thinking, yeah. but it's it's a life change right. and embrace the life change. Great stuff, um, Diane Ramirez, CEO Thank of Halstead. You. This is Noah and John. We are talking Manhattan, and we'll see you next time.